Oh man. Oh, there he is. <laughs> what's up, Mike? Oh, hey. Oh, can you hear me? Buddy. Hey, what's going I on? I can hear you, yeah. How are you? All right, good. Oh, I should go. Who are you? Got to get some good audio going. Um, I'm good. So I've got coffee, which is a win this week. Same here. Look at you. Little Starbucks action. Can't yeah. beat it. No, can't live without, without it. And uh, it was a nightmare, but I got my coffee, so I'm happy. Good. Good. It was one of those, like, I walked in. I did, like, the mobile order thing, and I walked in, and it, like, wasn't done. And I God forbid we like, had to wait for our coffee, right? It's ridiculous. There's a reason I mobile ordered it. <laughs> but then I got it, and it was, you know, it wasn't right. And I feel like, ah, uh, man. But then, like, what? What am I? What do I got to complain about? Right? Life's not that bad. It's not that bad, and we uh, we will find a reason to complain. Like, we have to wait two minutes for our. Our first world coffee, like it's, it's a bad problem. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, I was all stressed out about not getting my coffee in time because I got to get to the store, I got to record the podcast, blah 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 blah. Stress. I really, I was stressed, but then it's like, seriously, yeah, come no. on, I got food. put it all into perspective. Right, exactly. You know. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, so let's talk a little bit about stress. All right, it's okay. one of the things that. You know, a lot of people are dealing with these days, given the current uh, pandemic situation. Um, and then, the, like, I know as a runner, when I'm stressed about, say, a race or something, it usually doesn't go very well. Um, but I also know that sometimes stress can be a good thing. As a runner, you're essentially, like, stressing your body to mm -hmm. make it perform better eventually, right? Exactly. Um, so, so maybe let's, maybe I'm trying to think, I want to like not make this too much of like a downer, you know? Um, yeah, I know. We'll try but, to keep the, the topic of stress as light as possible. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So. Welcome to my world. <laughs> right. So we do talk, well, like stress can be a good thing, right? It can be. Yes. So there's, there's, there's two types of stress. If you look at the. The medical science definition of it there's u stress eu stress and distress so u stress is something that's positive and distress is something mm -hmm. uh, a negative stress to the body so you mentioned working out like working out we're adding stress to the body but we're using stress to build our physiology we're trying to improve cardiovascular um output we're trying to improve strength improve range of motion improve resiliency improve tensile strength of tendons and ligaments like everything we do in exercise and running if it's it dosed at a proper level it's a good stress and that increases the resiliency of our body so there's a uh, a a law in uh, in biology called wolf's law now when the body is under stress it'll lay down more tissue to increase the strength of that tissue to withstand that stress so that's how we get stronger you know you yeah. build strong bones the more weight you can lift you build build stronger bones so you build more tension and tendons but then there's a point when physical stress can become negative when it's mm -hmm. too much too fast too quick too hard and then that leads to injury and breakdown and other things right case of the tutus as you like to say the tutus yes <laughs> yeah you remember that <laughs> i do remember the tutus 
Yeah. Um, so that so that is like you can get to there's like kind of like a curve I would imagine, right? So you have like your you know, you have a good amount of stress on your body and then you get to the peak and you're like, okay, and then it starts to get like negative because you're putting too much stress on it. Um, you get it. Yeah, I I found too, like, um, so it's interesting. Remember I was telling you about that whoop strap thing that I got? Well, mm-hmm. I got it. So I got it. I put it on my wrist. Cool. And now it like tracks my heart rate all the time. And they, yeah. instead of doing, counting like steps or whatever and tracks your strain and then your like recovery and um and your sleep so Mm -hmm. what i find interesting is the just the like balance that you kind of have to strike when you are stressing your body with the sleep and the recovery like as i get older i can't just go and run every day 12 miles and like function <laughs> as a normal human, I've yeah. got to recover. I've got to recover from that stress. Um, yeah. So, and that's normal, by the way. Um, yeah. We can't deny the aging process. So we do require a little more recovery, a little more prep work. It's, you know, it's like going out and jumping in your Tesla. You can just hit the button and go. But if you got your 69 Ford Mustang, that you've got, you know, you got to do a little prep work. You got to pump the gas a little bit, get the get the gases flowing, turn the enter, get the engine going, let it warm up. So those responses to physical stress are normal, and we just need to acknowledge that as we get older. I'm actually going to be doing very soon a um, a webinar on like kind of running through the ages and what we as I hate, hate using the term middle age. I got to come up with a a better term than middle age, but how do we get through <laughs> yeah. the things we need to do to uh, to kind of withstand that? What, what's the extra work that we need to do and how can we keep ourselves, you know, enjoying running, maybe even improving or at least maintaining where we are? Yeah, yeah. I find that just like I've had to shift my goals. That's all for me. Yeah. Like and do the paradigm shift that I never that I never did before. Um, right. Can we talk a little bit about that other kind of stress the more like mental like have to get to work on time you know can't yeah. wait two minutes for my coffee kind of stress um, <laughs> yeah, that kind of stress and how like <laughs> that can affect your body <laughs> yeah because like so, i've been in situations where like I'm, i have i have a race and i have to get amped up and i'm all nervous and that nervous energy has a negative impact effect on my performance but what's like it, yeah. what are those stresses actually doing to me so the stresses that we encounter on a daily basis, like a slow internet signal, right? Or your yeah. computer, you need to reboot your computer. You need to wait more than two minutes in line at Starbucks. Like all these pretty <laughs> benign stresses, our body responds to them as stress, right? And it's like a fight or flight. Like we were only generations years ago when we were like being chased by Willie Mammoths and saber-toothed tiger, the stress was being chased by an animal and you wanted to not die. So you had this physiologic response where it's like, like they call it the fight or flight, right? The unfortunate part is your body doesn't mm-hmm. know the difference between the stress of a poor internet connection and being chased by a woolly mammoth. <laughs> so you have the same <laughs> type of physiologic response where you get, you know, the dilation, your blood vessels change, your heart rate gets up, your blood pressure goes up and you're ready for like, oh, you're ready for anything. 
Um, and we get that in this modern age in slow doses all day long, right? So this is just on like mm -hmm. normal work days, normal family life. Um, then you throw in a worldwide pandemic, right? And social yeah. isolation and the possible mm -hmm. fear of losing a job or not having an income or not being able to pay your rent and all these extra stresses that the past year we're dealing with. It's a, it's affecting us mm -hmm. big time mentally and emotionally. So that's an obvious one. It doesn't oh, yeah. take a scientist or a medical professional to realize that. And it's all over the news more and more and more. On a simple term for our conversation, like with the runners who are listening, um, that's going to affect your running. Like if you're already kind of broken mm -hmm. down, already been through these five and you're constantly in that stressed or anxious or even depressed um, mood, that's going to affect mindset. It's going to affect um, just your mental uh, resiliency, but that's also going to mm -hmm. show itself in physical resiliency. So if you're already kind of breaking down from the stress we're under, and now you throw a workout mm -hmm. on top of it, you're going to be more likely to get hurt. You're going to be more likely to get sick. So um, yep. I think I answered your question somewhere in there. It went off on a little tangent. Yeah, I think so. I mean, like, like physiologically, it actually can increase your heart rate, right, and get you, like, really amped up. And then, like, yeah. if you sustain that constant stress period, like you were saying, like, throughout the day, you're constantly, like, I'm going to get eaten by a woolly mammoth, then <laughs> you're um, – I can see how it can, like, weaken your immune system and make you less, exactly. like, resilient. If you're – say you're, you're super tense, I imagine it makes your muscles tighter and kind of, like, doesn't allow them to perform as good as they could otherwise. Um, and uh, Exactly. Given, given that we are in a global pandemic – the fact that being so stressed can affect your immune system is probably one good reason to like try to figure out how to like just decompress a little bit and maybe not get so yeah. worked up because you know right. waiting in line for Starbucks for two minutes not the <laughs> same as getting chased by a woolly mammoth or a saber-toothed no. tiger like yeah I mean I I hate to have to like tell my body that but I have to because it doesn't really – it doesn't realize that, you know? Right, yeah. And so it, how just can to I, backtrack, how can I, like, I, want to, I want to backtrack a second. I don't know if woolly mammoths actually sure, eat sure. – I don't know if woolly mammoths actually eat humans or if they did. Oh, but yeah. Some big scary <laughs> animal. I think the saber-toothed tiger. Like, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ca caveat, right. we are right. not anthropology <laughs> majors no. or like – you know, I have no I idea that, what woolly mammoths eat. I don't either. And I think they're real animals, right? You know, Ice Age in the in the movie Ice Age, they're in there. So I think they're real. Yeah. Did you know what surprised me? Sidetrack digression. I'd substitute teach sometimes. And I was like reading a book and mm -hmm. it mentioned the narwhal. Yeah. And I had no idea that was an actual thing. I just thought it I was like either. a goofy animal that was an elf. Like I saw the it, yeah. in the movie Elf, and I was like, "Oh, it must be just like some fake thing." It's an actual animal, like a unicorn, like a like a fictitious animal. It's like unicorn fish. <laughs> Crazy. Um, anyway, yeah. it's a but, it's uh, a real thing. <laughs> it's a real thing. All right, so we're talking about we're so, talking yeah. about how to, we're talking about how to handle stress. 
right? Let's yeah, let's get back back on track here. Yes, how right, do we handle this stuff? So like right. I know so, like you can you can mitigate the stress a little bit somehow. Yeah. How? Yes. There's there's a few there's many different strategies you can do. And I've got to just because I'm working in the medical field, I gotta just say like if you guys if there's people out there listening, what I the advice I'm giving is not gonna replace sound medical advice from doctor or psychologist or whatever, um, because this is really general terms that we're talking. But the people who are listening are most mm. likely runners. So they've already checked one box of getting in their physical activity and exercise, which helps dissipate mental, emotional mm. stress, right? So that is awesome. So we can almost yeah. not have to yeah. talk about too much of that with, with this audience, I was assuming. Mm. But then we goes back into some other topics. Okay, what else can you, can you do? Um, Mindful-based strategies have been proven time and time again to be helpful, like meditation, right? There's so mm -hmm. simple yeah. ways you can do it. It's not like sitting in a lotus position for an hour, humming and eyes closed. And I mean, you can be mindful and do meditations in little five minute blocks throughout your day. You can do it sitting in your car. Mm -hmm. You can do it um, sitting at the store. You can do it ever, anywhere. And there's great apps that can help get people started. Mm -hmm. But there's time. Yeah, I have and time one on my phone. The, which so, one do you use? I use Headspace, which is super helpful. Yeah. So like I'll use it um, just like you said, just in like five, five minute like blocks. Maybe I'm early for work and I need to just hang out. So I'll hang out right. in the car for an extra five minutes and just meditate a little bit. Yeah. And that's a great use of your five minutes. You know what most people do if they have five minutes in the car? Uh, check Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. They're going on to social media, right? That's, and you see it all the time. Like I've never seen more people in cars in a parking lot doing this than I have the past five to ten years. You know? <laughs> right. Um, which is a well, whole other topic. I mean, that's what you see. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. yeah right? But you know that's 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 better use of your time because you're actually doing something to help mitigate the stress. You're you're practicing mindfulness, which is very helpful for overall health. You know your stress levels will go down. You might not be cognizant of it right there and then like oh like five minutes hey i feel great my blood pressure is less my heart rate came down my muscles are relaxed you might not be aware of it but these things are happening even when you fail and trying to meditate or be mindful like your mind wanders and you got to bring yourself back people say i can't do it but just the fact that you're practicing is helpful mm -hmm. um, i'm pretty fortunate that my wife is a meditation coach and she's taken advanced training and has helped me with my practice. So I started with Headspace and then she got trained and you know, she does it on a regular basis and she helps me, which is awesome. So I try to pass along yeah. what I learned from her and to, to uh, my clients. All right, so physical activity, some mindful, mindfulness-based strategy is great and there's mm -hmm. programs everywhere. Locally here, Brown University has a mindfulness-based health programs that you can get involved with. John Kabat-Zinn, who's like the the king of meditation and mindfulness who was up in the Boston area has participated. He's down here working with the guys at Brown. So there's a lot of good programs that you guys are in new England to tap mm -hmm. into. So cool. that's the second one. Very, very important. And then we talk about this probably every week, almost as much as we talk about foam rolling, but it's sleep. Right. Dude, sleep, man. Sleep. It's so, I need, I need that. <laughs> it's so flipping important for so many things. And I can't it stress is, that enough. Right. Mm -hmm. But so here, think about the vicious cycle. You're stressed and anxious. 
you can't go to sleep, you jump on your phone and check social media, it excites your brain cells, you're stressed from what you might be seeing on social media, or you're just so, they get you so addicted to it that you just keep scrolling through and it's this vicious cycle before you know it, your neurons in your brain are fired up like they're on caffeine because you've been on social media for two hours while you're supposed to be sleeping, you can't get rest or you're sleepless, so the next day you start it again. It's a vicious cycle and there's a absolute connection between internet addiction and social media use, depression, anxiety, and stress, and sleeplessness. They go together. So it's almost impossible to just, it's almost possible to address one without affecting all of them in a mm -hmm. negative or a positive way. Got it, they're all like interconnected, huh? It's like it three is. peas in a pod. Right? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Three yeah. peas in a pod, all <laughs> stuck together. Um, yeah. So we got to sleep. We got to exercise gotta sleep. a little bit. Um, yep. Got to be mindful. One thing that I yep. feel like um, gets uh, gets lost, especially now because there's a pandemic. Like I always feel like connecting with other human beings and talking to them about maybe some of the things you're stressed about is Big time. like a good thing that could help um, help get that stress level down a little bit because everybody goes through it and it's nice to kind of commiserate. Yeah, there's, um, there's proof in that in our social connections, our relationships, how important that is in mental and emotional health, which again will transfer into overall physical health. We can't separate them for years. We've in medicine, we've, we've kept all these different aspects of health in silos separately, but it's all interconnected. Um, mm -hmm. Have you ever heard of the blue zones? Did we talk about that ever yet? I don't think so, no. So blue zones, I think there's six. There might be a seventh area of the world where people just don't die. It's like the, the, the happiest, oldest, most longevity-ridden um, societies in the world. And there's different parts, and you can find out where they are. There's only one in this country. It's in Loma Linda, California. But there's like um, mm -hmm. Sardinia in Greece, Okinawa, Japan. There's all these different ones. They have a couple of things in common. So these people are living through into their 90s and 100s, healthy and happy. One thing that they all have in common is a few, but one of the major things they all have in common is social connection. They have a sense of community and they're out. They meet each other for coffee. They, they kind of work together. They help each other out in the community. They go for walks together. They farm together. They do all these things. And it's that social connection that they have, which a lot of parts of the world don't have in normal. Everyone, and it's affecting all of us, and we're seeing the rises in these stress and depression, anxiety, suicide. All these things are going up. Such a bummer of a topic, but um, it's extremely important, and I'm glad you brought that up. Mm -hmm. So as much as we can, being safe because of COVID, we want to be as interactive and socially connected as we can. Yeah, totally. And I know that with my wife and I, we've kind of had to work at it a little bit to kind of – keep our circle small, but still like keep a circle, you know? So you're yeah. not like just in your house by yourself, depressed and stressed out about getting COVID right. and all that, you know? Yeah, and it's, um, it's happening. So, so many people I talk to, they're like, you ask how they're doing, even if they've got families and loved ones around, but they're still still isolated within that just family unit. So many people right now, they're just like, I'm just dragging, man. I'm just like, 
I hope the summer's going to help. Hopefully the numbers go down. Hopefully I'll get vaccinated. Like people are just like, who's that character from uh, Winnie the Pooh? Eeyore? You know, oh, the really Eeyore, depressed man. donkey. Yeah, yeah everyone. I feel like Eeyore. You know, <laughs> he is a bummer. going to be more like Tigger. Yeah, we got to all be more like Tigger. I totally agree. Um, right. Yeah, Eeyore is a bummer. Uh, oh, one thing that I find helps <laughs> me anyway when I have like something that's stressing me out is like just acknowledging the actual thing that is stressing me out. And sometimes doing that puts it into perspective for me anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's like, awesome. my, you Good. know, my two minute wait at Starbucks, if I'm like all hyped up, like I'm going to miss recording the podcast with Ray. Oh my God. It's the end of the world. If I just like say that out loud or like in my brain, yeah. I'm like, that sounds ridiculous. Right. That's a great strategy. So if you don't have the person there to bounce it off of, so they can tell you you're ridiculous, just say it out loud yeah. and listen to yourself. Yeah. You just listen to yourself. And sometimes you sound <laughs> ridiculous and you're like, it's not the end of the world. You know, I'll get my coffee in two minutes. Not the end of the world. Right. It's not man. Right. Um, Cool. So is there anything else you want to add about stress here before we wrap this sucker up? I actually have some, uh, what do they call them, zaphalas that I got to go eat. <gasps> Whoa, nice. Our good, friend, go get uh, our good friend Brian Patrick Mulligan went by LaSalle Bakery and brought some by. Right is this like a, a, some, isn't this some sort of Italy day or something today? And it's a, it's coming to get, get them oh, today? Yeah, maybe that's, maybe that's why they're here. Is it? Yeah, is it well St. Patrick's Day yesterday? Is it St. Joseph's Day or something? That I sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah, that sounds right. Awesome. Well, I'm you, putting that. You go enjoy that. Yeah, put it on the board. So that the zephyrs will help decrease your stress. So go enjoy that, oh, dude. Totally. <laughs> um, but yeah, so thank you for chatting with me here, Mike, um, and thank you for everybody who tuned in. And yeah, thank you. I think next week we got a. Um, we got to do this again. Uh, I'll what do you think? You want to do blocked. it again? Coffee talk. Yeah, let's do it again. You know what we should do for fun one of these <laughs> yeah, times? All right, cool. What, one yeah. of these times we have to do like, you have, do you ever see like the dad joke challenge where two dads go face to face and they just tell really corny dad jokes and you try to not laugh? And like if you make the other person laugh, Ooh, you get I a point. We should do that one then. That'd be fun. Because I'm full yeah. of corny dad jokes. We'll do yeah, that another time. Fun. All right. All right, man. All right, cool. Let's do that. Uh, See you, everybody. Brush up. I'm like a new dad, so like I haven't, I have, I don't have it. But yeah. Um, <laughs> take care. Appreciate it. All right, man. Have a Bye, everybody. Day. <laughs> Bye.